Welcome to Season 4, Episode 9 of the 10-Minute Break Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the 10-Minute Break Podcast. We've got a, a great a great episode for you guys today. Um, I'm your host, Patrick Dowd, here alongside Killian Lyon. How y'all doing? And Roland Magaspec. What's up? And joining us today for the entire length of the episode are the Jesuit ASCs of 2022-2023 school year, um, Mr. Kubel. How's it going? Let's get it. Uh, Mr. Kling. What's up? And uh, Mr. Retief. How we doing, guys? Good. So, <laughs> um, we're obviously going to talk about some of the ASC experience today on the podcast, along with some other, you know, sports happenings around Jesuit. And then we're going to have another episode of Killian's Concerns, like usual. And obviously, we'll save that one for the end. So to start it off, what does ASC stand for? I mean, I'm the words guy. I'll take this. It stands for the, uh, the Alumni Service Corps. So should I, should I explain it now? We're going to do that later, yeah, Dad. you can explain uh, So basically, they, they want uh, alums who just come out of college, um, typically guys who are five years out, like Mr. Kubel here, um, to come back and teach for a year more more than just teach kind of just give a year of service uh you're encouraged to do a lot more than teaching we've all kind of done other stuff too it's been really great just to other than just being in a classroom uh twice a day teaching whatever subjects they kind of they kind of pair you up with um you do a lot of stuff like we're all coaches we've all done stuff with service uh student ministry kind of covering a lot of bases with jesuit it's been it's been a blast i'll let them talk about it too but it's it's been awesome yeah i mean for me uh, I came into this year, ASC people normally teach two classes, and then beginning of the year you had one of the science teachers left, and so Jesuit came up to me and asked me if I could take on two junior chemistry classes. And as worried as I was for being only 21 years old while I'm teaching 17 years old, there's a four years gap, I mean, teaching juniors and freshmen, it's... It's a stark difference. Let's let's say that. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it there. But it's definitely a, a very interesting dynamic here. And um, yeah, it's. I'll turn it to Jake. Yeah, it's it's been an awesome experience so far. I think you come in and uh, on the surface, it's like okay, it's a, it's a young guy that's teach coming here to volunteer and teach and coach. But uh, outside of that. It's a chance for us to, um, you know, as students, we were we were aligned with the mission here. Um, and quickly when I started working, when I started teaching and coaching, um, you're back in line with that mission again, just from a different angle. Um, and that's been just, and everything that fits under that right there, uh, men of faith, men for others. Um, and how can I work to develop that in the students now? Um, that's been the kind of the overarching goal for me and that's been uh, what I think about um, you know every day and I definitely before I before I started didn't really think much about that so it's been a it's, it's been a good experience so far uh, um, so um y'all went to Jesuit went to college coming back to Jesuit what notably has changed and what has stayed the same uh, I, I the one thing I remember my first day of eighth grade with my big brother, Parker Schmidt, 
we were going to the cafeteria. He was like, we were helping with my books. And like, it was the classic uh, book day get up of like the, the coat and tie and like the Jesuit, like mesh gym shorts uh, as your pants. And I remember I was walking to the cafeteria and there was outrage among the seniors and the big brothers because chicken sandwiches just jumped, I think to a dollar or no dollar 25 from a dollar. And like, I think it got to end, I think 250 by the time I graduated. So it like, it, that was the big, I mean, I'm sure it's like $7 now. But that, that's the one thing. I, that's the biggest thing. It's the biggest metric of can, how it's changed. Can I ask how much are they now? Do we know? Three something. I think it's three fifty. Oh, I think it's three fifty. It's yeah. crazy. It's um. It's crazy. Times. Yeah. Um, just to go off of what Mr. Kling said, um, I think that other than um, you know this room we're in now didn't exist when uh, when we were students here, and then some of the other changes. Obviously, you have the new building. Um, but but for facilities, everything is very similar, which uh, I think is is awesome, and um, it's been it was an, I think that made it made for a, an easy adjustment for us for the most part. Um, but yeah, you know the the saying the more things change, the more they stay the same holds pretty true with uh, with Jesuit High School. Yeah, I mean structurally here. Skybridge, we we never had while I was here. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Skybridge. And um, <laughs> I I know the Skybridge was a hot topic amongst a lot of people, but I for one was anti Skybridge because as a as a scientist, <laughs> as a scientist, I believe in the evolutionary theory of natural selection. <laughs> and you know, if you were if you were not smart enough to be able to look both ways. And crossed the street and got hit by a car. Well, <laughs> natural processes got to you. That's that's, that's my that's statement. my take. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> I mean that's a little little violent. We're but. just we're just allowing ignorance to persist in in Jesuit. And on on that note, diff, different uh, angle from Yikes. from Ridge's take. One thing that's gone that I wish should, should come back. I think you guys. I'm not sure. Sometime between my graduating in 2017. And now, English got rid of D44. The, the, the weird semicolon independent clause rule. What? Bring it, it was like, if I'm saying, this is really I spoke yes. with Patrick, Killian, and Roland, and I had a great time. There are commas within Patrick, Killian, and that Roland. That was here when we started. Yeah. So Boy, we at some here. point, I, at, yeah, I, I was talking with, uh, with, with my boss, Mr. Chris Bowes, in, in May or so, after I took this job here. And we are just, just chatting, talking about Jesuit grammar, as, you know, as, as English teachers do. Of and I mentioned D44. And he's like, oh, we got rid of it. And I, was, I had to stop in my tracks. I was, I, I was in shock. I want to say that was like ninth or 10th grade year. And I remember like that was a well, thing. What was the, the semicolon? Oh, when there's a comma, there's a comma in the clause. Internal marks. Yeah, I think, I think yes. the reasoning yeah, was that uh, it, was, it had gone from being a rule that was kind of outdated and kind of not looked at anymore to a rule that was being looked at as outright incorrect by college board by ap classes by sat which i i don't know like if if i can use a semicolon i'm gonna use it it makes me look smarter so i was very pro that i was very pro that rule in college and in school just i agree generally. with that Semico semicolons make you look very smart yes <laughs> they do but the i feel like that rule would be easy to mess up and not if you learn it them. dude i i learned d44 <laughs> 11 years ago now. I've never won. I use it I use it to this day. Well, now you're wrong. So. Well, so obviously we've talked a lot about your experience as a Jesuit student. Let's kind of go into your experiences at ASC so far. 
you know, what have been kind of the, the best parts about the ASC job? You know, some things that people might not see about the ASC job, just kind of seeing you guys teaching in classes. Um, because I know personally when we had Mr. Delat on for the Thanksgiving drive, he had mentioned you guys had to play a big role in the, the setup of the Thanksgiving drive. So what kind of things like that, you know, service-oriented, faith-oriented that kind of come along with the AAC um, role and what's been kind of your favorite part of that? So uh, I think it's a mindset of being, kind of like I mentioned earlier, um, being aligned with the mission, but maybe not concretely like, okay, how do I, you know, volunteer for something and help these students become men for others? But it's, um, they need me here. Uh, they ask for my help and I can, you know, I can give the best of my ability to whatever it may be. And uh, that's a, an attitude that I think we've all kind of taken on uh, in ASC. So whether it was helping with the uh, Thanksgiving drive or uh, they asked Mr. Kling and I to go up with the uh, wrestlers on the spirit bus. Uh, so just saying yes to those types of things and, and, you know, especially wrestling, Thanksgiving Drive, to name a few, like those are experiences that we will never forget just as far as, um, you know, where we might not have been needed, but um, where we were happy to jump in and um, kind of let that experience shape us. Yeah, I, I think one thing um, that I like, I really enjoyed um, is one of the core pillars of ASC is simplicity. Just like, it's like, look, here's the house right by school. It's simplicity. Just like, look, don't worry about other, other things external to the program. Just like as much as you can, just be all in, just, just give your time just in any way you can. And at first, um, I was like, Oh, you know, I'll make football games, whatever. But there have been times I've just, uh, some of my eighth graders, I teach mostly eighth grade and, um, they'll have like an eighth grade basketball game at like, 10 30 in the morning in the birdcage and it's like you know what i'm gonna come back from track practice i'm gonna go toss on some clothes and i'm just gonna go like hop over there it's like i think making making the cameos and things like things like that um it to me it's fun just to go do stuff like that i mean i remember having a great time um in the gizzard back in the day as a student uh, for all the varsity basketball games and plus i mean the, the kids see it and the kids want to buy in like a lot of it's like some upperclassmen too have been like it's like what's what's asc about and telling them how it's a lot more than just teaching something or helping out with some projects. It's, it's just kind of like, it lets you just like kind of be a student again in all the best ways. You can go to all these events that you've made out of going to for a long time, uh, being away from Jesuit. And it's, it's been really, that's been a big blessing for me. It's like the small little things um, where it's not a huge commitment, but the kids see you wanting to kind of buy into, like Jake said, the mission or just like the ethos of Jesuit High School, what it means to really be a Blue Jay. And you can tell it, it really means a lot to the kids. And that's, that's been the, kind of the biggest surprise for me of the entire program. Yeah, I mean, I always kind of compare this year. You know, when you go to college, you'll have these guys that stick around for fifth and sixth years. For me, it's, it's like a sixth year of high school. I mean, it's impossible to really describe the community that you have here. And you don't get the full recognition until you, you step outside of it. And that's one of the big things being here is the community that you have to support you and the community that you can support. I mean, you just think of yourself as a student when you were here and now you're in a different role, right? You're, you're the teacher and you get to observe all these teachers working. And since you understand what it's like to teach now through doing ASC, you get to see how much 
your teachers care. I mean, there are teachers who put so much effort into their classes and care so incredibly much about these students that you start to even greater, even to appreciate it greater while, while you're a member of the ASC. So community is one of the big things. And then also spirituality, you kind of miss, I, I missed in college due to COVID and what, whatnot. And so to build community and spirituality, we have weekly Bible studies with one of the theology teachers, Mr. Augustine here, who does a great job leading us in that. And we are not afraid to just talk about spirituality amongst ourselves and to lift each other up in that, so. Just can you can you give us a walkthrough of the day in the life of a Jesuit uh, ASC? Well, <laughs> Mr. Kling wakes up uh, <laughs> significantly uh, earlier than Mr. Ratif and I do. <laughs> uh, we kind of get our days moving, um, you know, have breakfast and whatnot, and uh, and then we um, we embark on our commute which is difficult. We have to cross, uh, with cross banks, uh, not via the sky bridge, not, not via the sky bridge. Exactly. So we got to cross the natural, natural selection is not, is not if you're, if you have a friend, Miss T, you can cross wherever you want. I've become a sky bridge guy. So it's close to like the mail room where I get myself in the morning, but I, I just taking the little detour, the tangent, I, I prefer. I'll I mean, it. I'm just going to say one of top's big phrases is just because you're a blue, blue Jay does not mean you can jaywalk. And True. You guys are you're treading, treading the line. All right. All, right. All right. All right. That is true. That will give us a three-day if we walk on. Yeah. Well, that's the rule now. Yeah. <laughs> that's the rule now. <laughs> no, come, come, back, come back next year, Killian, and then you can walk across. I'm going to be an ASC just to walk on that cross. <laughs> that's <laughs> Mention that in your interview. That'll go, that'll go awesome. That'll go really well. I got to say, I mean, being able to cross the crosswalk, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back right. to the morning. Yeah, yeah, Jake, yeah. Jake oh, continue. Yeah. Um, after we cross the street. <laughs> after we cross the street. <laughs> um, so uh, then I, I make way to my office. Um, so one thing that's also pretty cool about my experience, um, so I'm in the fine arts department. I do uh, fine arts too, so art appreciation, art history. Um, and just because connected to the fine arts department is uh, the fills and the band uh, in the art studio, I don't have an office like, you know, the theology office um, or the English office or the um, science office connected to the lab like like you guys have. Um, so early on, I was just in one of the, you know, the faculty room 310, I think the faculty work computer room. Um, and then Mr. Kernian was like, hey, do you want like a real office? How about the technology office? Um, so that's where I go. And, and that's a that's a great um, that's a great place to be because you just you know things happen in in the technology <laughs> office. That is where that's the backbone of the school. Um, so uh, you know I did start pretty detailed with our morning, but then uh, other than when I teach uh, one to two classes per day, uh, like I said, art history. I'm just um, preparing, a, uh, getting ahead for my for my fine arts class or. Um, you know, looking into different things that I can do with the golf team. I, I played golf here, and I'm helping out with the the golfers now. But that's pretty much how how my day goes. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and also just helping out wherever I can. If somebody needs me to fill in, kind of a last minute sub or um, 
you know, help out with whatever it may be, I'm, I'm available. Or walking by, or walking by Mr. DeRosa's class and messing with him. Yes, I try to do that once, <laughs> twice per week. <laughs> we had a, uh, we had Mr. Michelle today during our test. Uh, put a few of uh, apparently Mr. DeRosa's old love interests on the board while Mr. DeRosa would exit the class. Mr. DeRosa did not take very kindly to that. He thought it was distracting us from our hundred question test that we had to take in fifty five minutes. <laughs> but and I th- I, from what I hear, DeRosa has found out how to switch fonts on his computer now. So I think I think they're all the same fonts. Now, because oh, back, not not quite. No, okay, because back in our day, it was like on one, he would have that assumption. He he would have like the big, he would have like, like the, the, big, the, the the long size, like 14 inch pages for tests, legal, and, and yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. And then they would switch fonts at least four or five times, <laughs> sometimes within the same question, like different it, like choices, yep. like A, B would be times in Roman, B, C would be something else. It throws you off, it does, it throws it's all mental. It's it's like he's playing mind games with you, Mr. Rosa says you can't put a test on a legal pa- illegal paper, so you have to use legal paper. So. I mean, one of one of the highlights from uh, Mr. Derosa's class this year was uh, Mr. Retief had a what was it? What was it? Like a, a, a dolly? A dolly? Yeah, yeah. And then in the back, Mr. Kubel was just crisscrossed on the, on the dolly, wheeled him in. Mr. Kubel waved. Sat in the classroom for maybe five minutes and then left, and that was it. It was legendary. Look, those are those are some of the uh, the parts of my job that uh, you know that are that are of utmost importance. Is doing stuff like that every day. All right. Well, I'm not sure I have many more questions about the ASC program, but I so I guess we'll get into the the rest of the episode, which is going to have to be um, a little bit more brief. So. Um, I guess we'll just have a little bit of, we'll have Killian talk a little bit about the state of the rugby team as they, you know, continue their dominating season. You know, obviously they go into the radar a little bit more than some of the other teams, but they are truly uh, dominant in the in the state and even in the country, you know, being ranked one of the top teams. So I'll let Killian give a little bit of insight to the uh, listeners for that. So um, as of right now, the season is currently at a hold. Uh, we got a bunch of games I would say eight or nine teams from out of state coming here at two New Orleans to play us within middle of March early April and then we will have a international tournament in Washington DC uh around Virginia and um there we're gonna play play teams from South Africa and um Canada so we're very excited for that. We're we're working really hard. Um, coach has given us more and more fitness plans. We're trying to get in shape. Um, our team is not – we have size, but we don't have the size compared to the teams coming to play us. So we're working on our physicality, uh, our, our just simple skills. And I'm very, very excited and confident for this season. Uh, we recently just played a team from uh, Indiana. Sorry, not Indiana. Kansas City. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> exactly. And um, we beat them 52 to zero. Uh, overall, it was just a, it was a it was great to see, you know, pressure coming in from a different state, and us handling that pressure and taking down the team. And uh, I'm very excited for the rest of the season. Where can uh, students catch some of these games, and when? Every single game, except for maybe one or two, are going to be played on mark of on a field, the rugby pitch, 
on Marconi and Harrison, the Marconi rugby pitch, every single game. Are these what? games free? They are. For faculty and for students? For faculty and for students. Just, That's a great deal. It's a it's a. How can you pass deal. that up? That's I, crazy. I don't know. Watching people tackle each other for two hours, I, I don't know how you can pass it up. And then, like, what upcoming games are there to, to get excited for? Well, this next weekend, next weekend, we have the Battle of the Jesuits where we, Jesuit Dallas and Jesuit Strait, are both coming to play us back-to-back days next weekend. And then, to top it off, the week before Easter, sorry, the week after Easter, we are going to be playing last year's national champions, and we are going to try to take them down because we will. What team is that? That is, I believe, LaSalle in California. LaSalle. Don't I, I think that's the team. LaHoo? LaHoo? I mean, <laughs> no, I've never heard of them. So, so let me get this straight. We have Dallas one day and Houston the next day. Next Friday, we yeah. play straight, and then that Saturday morning, we play Dallas. You know what they say? They say don't mess with Texas. What does the rugby team say about that? We went to Texas last year, beat Dallas. Strake came to us last year. We beat Strake. Right now, we have Texas, and we're going to keep it that way. I got some chills I there. Love it. <laughs> I'm fine. Wow. I'm, I'm ready. Texas is ours. That makes me want to join the rugby team. <laughs> so, uh, um, I guess... Um, Roland says he went to the the home opener of the baseball team at uh, against Pearl River. We won, I believe, seven to three. So. I mean, it was it was a great game. Uh, we started off a little slow at the gate. We gave up uh, three runs in the in the top of the second, but then after that, both the bats and the fielding just was perfect. We scored seven unanswered runs to win the game. Cool. It was great. We had a, we had a bunch of big hits from like people like William Good, uh, Alex Johnson, Hunter Ufnak, just to name a, name a couple seniors who had big hits. And it was just it was a good game showing that like we came, we had started off weak but we came back and finished strong, which is good. And I think that this baseball team looks very promising. Uh, the pitching of uh, like say William Good was great, and I think that this is a very promising season after we beat Pearl River, which is probably a top fifteen team in the state by four runs, which is pretty pretty solid. But you know besides rugby. Killing is a couple other things concerning him at the moment. Welcome back to part eight of Killing Concerns. I'm your host, Killian, with Concerns. Um, <laughs> we are joined by the ASC members in this discussion. Today, we're going to be talking about which fast food places serves the best chicken. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, it's up to interpretation whether you're talking about nuggets, tenders, bone and chicken, whatever. Just whatever fast food place serves best chicken. I want to start here. You want um, to start? Obviously, we're talking about fast food places. Before we get into the fast food cases, because that's fast food places, because that's all we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode. I want to give a quick shout out to Publix Fried Chicken. Oh those, yes, those who have been to Publix, yes. those yes. who have tried that fried wow. chicken. Oh, the wings, fantastic! It is. Really? It is. Yes. Arguably the best fried chicken, better than any fast food place. I love Publix fried chicken. I was in, so being uh, in Florida for four years, I really got to experience Publix, and it was great. Um, and I was in Florida last week, and I was there for four days. I got two chicken tender pub subs. Have you ever had a pub sub? Yes, the chicken tender pub sub. But 
you have to get it tossed. You have to get the chicken tenders tossed, not drizzled with, tossed in buffalo and ranch. That is the key. I disagree, but <laughs> the point is, next time you are in Florida, I think you can find them in Georgia. Alabama, Alabama too. As well. Publix is fantastic. I love Rouse's. That'll always be my, my hometown grocery, but Publix is an experience. Um, I would not will leave it at that. It's like I mean, the Bucky's of, of grocery stores. Yes, yeah. Some I mean, it's just, it's just hard to beat. A, uh, my favorite is the, just the wings, the hot and spicy Publix wings, just hard to beat. Ready to go. You walk in, you yeah. get them, you walk just out, grab and ready them. to eat. Yeah. All right. So um, I'll let Killian start us off. What's your first take, Killian? Uh, I'm going to just do top three. Uh, number one, got to be Popeye's. Uh, I don't – I mean, I, I think Popeye's has a great fried chicken. I would say everyone says they love that chicken from Popeye's. I know a few people who really don't love that chicken from Popeye's. I think the chicken sandwich is good. It's been a great addition to their their roster. But I think – I just think there are, there are places – Can I interrupt you real quick? No. There are places <laughs> around the city, around around the country that, that do chicken better than Popeye's. I'll name a few. I'm sure they'll come up later in your list. Chick-fil-A, I'm eating it right now, better than Popeye's. I eat Popeye's for the biscuit. You can't Wrong. admit that. For the Wrong. biscuit? No. For the, you're from, yeah, Louis- you're from Louisiana. <laughs> you were – Hey, wait! You Popeyes? gotta say the Popeyes motto the motto the right way. You can't just say it. I'm not singing it. Yes, you are. I don't love that chicken for Popeyes. You didn't sing it again. You I'm not singing it. Sing okay, it. this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, um, so is Kane's. What, what, what Kane's is better. What do y'all think about the Popeyes take? Pop Popeyes. I always get like, I remember like, we we would get it like once a month or so, and just like it's so good, you want to eat it so fast. I just get like. I feel sick to my stomach like the next day after having Popeyes. It's great. I agree. It's great with like within within reason, you know. Like the whole chicken sandwich debate last like I think two or three years or so. It's been blowing up. I think Popeyes has the best in the game. I think it's not very close. I think Popeyes has far and away the best chicken sandwich in the game. I agree. I, I agree. I, I Popeyes mean, like, is the best they're, chicken they're sandwich. Ch- I, they're fried chicken. I don't know if they're the best or not. I'm not sure. I'm not gonna make that call. I've not been to Publix. I gotta make a trip out to Publix. But like chicken sandwich game, I've had a lot of them from a lot of different places. Nothing, Pop, Popeyes, is phenomenal. I admitted that. I mean, I say the the biggest knock on Popeyes isn't the food; it's the service. Yeah, it's the service is awful, horrible. That's it's a sacrifice. Part of, it's I'm, I'm glad you said that. You know? I was it's I was debating whether or not to 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 say that, but um, I think you're right. I think uh, that's a big it, knock. It is even, even it being considered fast food might be not accurate because sometimes you can be there for an hour. Medium tempo. Mm-hmm. Food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also being um, from Louisiana, we've got to defend Popeyes. It's true. Yeah, I think it's, I think Popeyes is a honorable fast food location. I will eat Popeyes any time. I mean, it's a, it's a good dude. For Killing to put it at number one, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna, always getting attacked. I'm, I'm gonna here. agree. A, thank I, you. I'm gonna agree. Thank here. You. There is something about Me the too. breading in Popeyes that is so distinct. That when you take a bite, no matter what Popeyes you get, it is the same and it is spiced perfectly. There is a. Do you want the same? Do you want the same every time? No, it's crunchy. They're all the same. Quite frankly, is a little too bland. It is. It is. It is a little. Chick Fil A, quite frankly, is a little too bland. Get the spicy chicken sandwich. If I'm having a chicken tender or a chicken sandwich that has zero sauce on it, 
What's gonna taste the best? Popeyes. Popeyes. Popeyes, Popeyes comes right. with sauce on it. It's not fair to say that Popeyes comes with Eliminate the sauce. That, that, Eliminate that, the sauce. That's a great. What is Chick fil A chicken without Chick fil A sauce? Or Polynesian it's a tasty sauce? Chicken. It's a it's tasty chicken. piece of chicken. Same with Kane. Same with Kane. You're betraying Chick fil A. Hey, is there a Popeyes sauce? No, there's not. Is there a Chick fil A sauce? Yes, there is. Is there a Kane sauce? Yes, there is. I will say, my one thing on Chick fil A. Chick-fil-A, whenever I, if I get like a number one combo, the classic, my, like the best thing I'll have there is the waffle fries and lemonade. It's never the chicken sandwich. Well, you got to get you a go number the, two. You, you got to get spicy. The spicy is good, but I think like, like the spicy waffle fries, good. for me, put Chick-fil-A over the top. Because where can you get waffle oh. fries at fast food now? Nowhere. It's a chicken, Pop, Popeyes is Popeyes is, is a great French fry, Cajun fry. I love those. But like the waffle, like Chick-fil-A, I, I'm never like dying to get it. But if I have it, I'll enjoy it. So, oh, this is pretty good. Like, I like this. I like the, I like the chicken minis. You know, I'm not made of stone, but like, I'm. Am I gonna go out of my way all the time to go get to go get Chick Fil A or something like Popeyes or Canes? Probably not. But I mean, to to come to Popeyes' defense here, I mean, this main side of Chick Fil A have two sides really. It's mac and cheese and French fries. Popeyes, the sides are so much better. You all right, all right, go. we are yeah, we are going right. astray so, from the argument. Yeah, we're not. We're talking chicken. Said, yeah, we're chicken. Said chicken. Said chicken. Chicken. No, we chicken. said chicken. What's the best chicken? Oh, chicken. I mean, the Popeyes red beans are the best ever. Red beans. You got fries. You got mashed potatoes. Green beans. It's so much better than what. I agree with you. I don't like Popeyes chicken. And and you're the only one. And I forgive you, Roland. Well, Dowd, I'm disappointed to hear you say this, but to get Roland. To go off what you're saying about the sides, <laughs> something that you got to think about too is uh, Canes. I love Canes, Chick Fil A. Maybe uh, you know Canes is kind of a one-trick pony. And that is accurate. And it is a cash cow, um, but it is kind of a one-trick pony. A cash cow because they. I mean, it does. Yeah, you'll it, learn it does that term in, if you take a business well. class in college. You'll learn that. I thought term. you were making a chicken joke. Eat more chicken like the cow from Chick-fil-A. Oh, well-timed, but that was not my intent. <laughs> um, so, so what's number two, Killian? Yeah, yeah back, to, back to Killian. <laughs> it took us a while back, to get here. Back to his concerns. <laughs> All right, look, so number two has to be, as much as I like Dolly Donna compared to Popeye's, has to be Chick-fil-A then Cane's. The, the uh, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, Cane's. I would, I would I'd have it the other way around. Would have I, I'd have it. I, I think those are the three places. I think those yeah, are the, I, top, those are the top three. Those are the most relevant places. Those are the top three. You can switch them around. I, I would go Cane's, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A. One, two, three. Canes, I'm like I'm a sucker for good canes. Hey, Fusaklis, yeah, I, I love a good Fusaklis. You can't fake the food. Fusaklis chicken is not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not fat enough. If that Fus- makes any sense. Fusaklis is a wannabe canes. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's not I've, as good. Yeah. Also, I'm just throwing it out there in case anyone's. I do got. like Zaxby's. Zaxby's is that's quality. a Georgia, a Georgia place. They had yeah. some in Florida too. Zaxby's is good, a lot like canes. I'm, I'm just glad McDonald's did not make the list. I, I think McDonald's chicken is so overrated. How could you think and, that of me? And here's here's a scary would, fact about McDonald's. Never. They can get 250 nuggets, chicken nuggets, out of one chicken. One chicken. Wow. Two hundred. Now that's efficiency. <laughs> I didn't need to know there that. There is something else oh, in, no. in those chicken nuggets. I do love chicken McNuggets, though. And there's there's <laughs> some times when you want spot. chicken, and there's some times when you I'm want gonna chicken say, McNuggets. I'm going to say, we're talking about what's the best chicken. Are we even sure that's chicken? McDonald's could could not be. That's what I'm tricky. saying. Just like same Sof- with Wendy's. I think just like Subway's bread could be yeah. is cake. Uh, w- Wendy's, the, the the nuggets a nice little four for four. It's it, it cleanses the palate, you know. 
Wendy's Nuggets. Wendy's, I think, generally is, is underrated. It's underappreciated, at least. Wendy's is solid. Like a nice four for four, one of the best deals in town. Like the Nuggets, Nuggets consistency is, I think, very good. There's Wendy's Nuggets, at least. I can see that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess I feel like we didn't get much closure there, but I think that's all the time we have today. For, uh, we got a lot of questions. You just concerned. refused to believe. All right, Kelly. <laughs> okay. Hey, put the sound by. Put it up. Put it up. Thank you all for listening to part eight of Killing's Concerns, joined by our uh, our co-hosts for today, the ASC members, and then Patrick and Roland. Uh, watch. Come again. Watch next time. <laughs> uh, Sounded like Charlie Kelly at the end of it. Thank you. Come uh, again. Watch next thank time. you again for listening to season four. Are, are there any final words from the oh, ASC yeah. members? Any any final words? Before we sign off here, I can't really think of any. Silence. Uh, uh, go Jays. Go Jays. Uh, what I tell my kids all the time: grammar is weird. That's it. Just grammar is weird. <laughs> all right. Thank you again for listening to season four, episode eight of the Ten Minute Break podcast. I'm your host Patrick Dowd here alongside Killian Lyon. See y'all later. And Roland Wagisback. Thank you for listening.